Oh, okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. Oh, uh, that's cool. So you guys are you're still able to keep all the uh, all the mail stuff open, right? You guys are still that's cool. Um, not not crazy yet. Um, a lot of people down here just don't understand the the severity of it still because they're not seeing it. In the neighborhood. We've got about thirty cases in the county, um, and one case through. Yeah, and one case through the university, and that was about a week ago uh, after they had told everybody to, to work from home. So I think we've got most of the worst part out of the way from work anyway. Now it's just a matter of making sure it doesn't spread, you know, through community. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ah, that's nuts. That's nuts. This is my girlfriend. This is my girlfriend Tara, by the way. Hello. Lucas, an old friend of mine. I feel this will be better. Nice to meet you. I feel like this will be better. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Right. Yeah. Okay. Gotta have a nice looking background. Now all of this shit's to be in the way here. You that, know that, that's right? Fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, I mean it's like on my. Oh, here wait. I can like block some of this off just so it doesn't look so. This <laughs> <laughs> so horrible. I didn't, so it's funny, whenever we have faculty meetings with all the rest of the, the film faculty, every background of every other professor is nothing but like hundreds and hundreds of film books. And then for me, it's this. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little better. No. <laughs> That's a little better. No, great. Okay. That's great. Thanks. It's just not as cluttered. All right. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. What? Uh, yeah. They're really cool. What are they? Oh, of a cool place? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's really cool. So they're just like, you know, like, stars or you know whatever it's just so you know you have whatever the hell you want behind that you. would that would presume that i understand anything about visual effects <laughs> and i don't so just yeah. lap, lap it behind it's like they assume you don't know how to do it oh, all right. <laughs> i mean I, there's a lot i don't know but i know not to do that you know <laughs> Hmm. So, so what's uh, what are we thinking? What's the uh, what's the structure that's going to look? Like?
Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. We're actually we're going to be doing uh, on Wednesday. I'm doing uh, a lunch and learn with Students Park, and. It's going to be me and two other women who are crowdfunding a short film out of LA. And I think we're the only two that are currently crowdfunding on the entire platform, I think, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's nuts. Everything just dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and I mean, the only reason, the only reason we're doing it now is, one, I've got the class, and least they'll have the opportunity to go through the machination campaign to see what it's like that's the primary that's the primary thing for me i haven't told the rest of my team that but um you know <laughs> but yeah exactly um no it, but i mean you know the other the other part of it too is today's going to be the best the world's going to look for a long time and so is tomorrow so it's like might as well start it soon <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know, way to be try to be positive. Yeah. <laughs> cool. cool. Okay. You want something from me? Are you good? That's right. That's right. No. no. <laughs> yeah, make it a beer. We do. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it's easier for people to understand what it is, you know, just because of the fact that it is so ubiquitous now. Um, you know, when when we were when we were coming up, I can't believe I just said that. Um, 
we, it, it was a very, it was a nebulous concept. People didn't really understand what it was. So it took a lot more explanation to try to get somebody interested in what, in what the process was. Now, if you talk to, you know, someone in school, you know, my, my first class, I asked everybody, okay, so who's heard of Kickstarter? Just about everybody raised their hands. Who's heard of Indiegogo? You know, a few less than, you know, the whole class. Who's heard of Kickstarter or uh, Seed and Spark and about half the class. Um, so they know where it's happening and they know generally what it is. Um, what's harder for them, which I, which I also think was harder for us, was the idea of, okay, how do we do it? And how do we figure out a successful plan to, to get the resources that we need? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the big benefit of it now is we've got 10 years worth of data, you know, we can look at it we have a, a little bit of an idea of what it's supposed to look like um which is a big benefit you know for students now they have to that to look back on Never know. No. Well, I, I think I think it will certainly have a big resurgence whenever we're on the other end of the pandemic. Um, obviously, we don't know when that's going to be, but I think the idea of one people being cooped up for as long a period as they are and looking to the arts to try to help them get through it, I think, is something that's going to be a benefit to crowdfunders down the line. Um, you know, I, I think the idea of people being online more is going to play into that kind of thing. And, you know, it's possible people might look at going to see movies in a different light after this. You know, like you watch a film on Netflix, you have the experience of watching the movie and then that's it. Maybe people might want more. And if they do, then a crowdfunding campaign can definitely be something that can offer them more than just the experience of watching the finished product. They might have a chance to learn how it was made. I... I, I definitely think that's going to be something. I, I tend to believe that the the films that have more of a positive, not message, but I mean, like, more, you know, more, more comedies, dramedies, I have a feeling are, are going to be the kinds of films that'll be effective in this. The film that I'm working on crowdfunding is an interesting case because it's not that. We're making a film that's a straight drama. 
um, and it's a drama about mental illness. So, you know, we're, we're going into this not exactly creating content that's much different than what people are dealing with right now. But what I'm, yeah, what I'm hoping, though, is that we'll be able to, you know, convince people that this film can help you in dealing with some of these things. Um, you know, because it's a film about mental health advocacy, you know, and the importance of, of being there for people that are struggling. And, you know, much as I hate saying it, there are going to be people that are going to struggle through this. Um, so, you know, the, the hope is that, you know, this film might be able to give you a few more tools to help you get through that. And then hopefully, you know, as a result of that, people may want to get on board. You should be fine. That's all you need. non crowdfunding stuff, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, the thing I'm noticing is that the, the, the campaigns I'm seeing now, and I, I have to say this up front, I, I focus mostly on Seed and Spark you know, as far as the, the stuff that I keep up on. Uh, I haven't followed Kickstarter because of the union stuff and, and Indiegogo. I haven't, wasn't really that big of a fan of them anyway. Um, Seed and Spark campaigns that I've seen tend to be a little bit more structured um, in the way they in the way they go through their 30 days. So whereas before, you know, in the back in the age of the, the first wave, you know, you would just sort of throw everything out right at the beginning, uh, all the cool ideas that you have, all the cool perks that you have, all the cool um, uh, promotions that you've got, you know, you kind of throw that all out up top with the hope that, you know, you'll get the, the people to come and support you right at the beginning. Um, now what I'm seeing is these campaigns tend to be a little bit more structured and they tend to go through, um, different themes, I guess would be the right way to say it. So each week of a campaign, your, your campaign may concentrate on a different topic. Um, so for example, for, for like, for stay with me, the campaign that we start uh, on Monday, um, we're going to start the first week with first person accounts of how mental health advocacy helped a person get through a certain hard time of life. And I've got some people who are doing videos for us that we're going to be putting out. And that's sort of like, okay, this is, this is the biggest reason why we're putting this film out here. And here's some examples of people that are doing it, you know, that are, have experienced this and the positive aspects of it in real life. Second week, we're going to be focusing on the class that I'm teaching and okay, this is a class full of crowdfunding students. Here's a couple of them this week, and they're going to tell you why they got involved with the class. They're going to tell you the projects that they want to crowdfund themselves once the campaign is over. Um, and then that would be week two, and then so on and so forth throughout the campaign. So I think there, there's a little bit more organization with the campaigns that I've seen now, as opposed to trying to throw everything in the kitchen sink right off the bat, if that makes sense. Um, but most of the time, I think, I mean, the, the basics of it are the same. You know, it's just trying to build up an audience. It's, 
it's tr- I think one of the big things now, now that we've had the benefit of 10 years since, since we first started was, you know, we have audiences now that can be quantified. Um, you know, I have a mailing list that's over a thousand names. Um, so that's a benefit that I have now that I didn't have 10 years ago, but I was smart enough to keep those email addresses, you know, as time went on. So now that we got this ready to go, I don't have to worry so much about blasting on Facebook like we used to do or blasting on Twitter. We can actually put a list of emails together and start email, emailing people directly with the hope that we can get uh, backers that way. Uh, as of right now, 80% of them do. So, <laughs> Hey, is this real? Hey, buddy. Hi. Hi. I'm Marty. I'm Danny's friend. Hello. Hey. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Reese. Hi, Reese. Hey, buddy. My name is Marty. Hi. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly, I think it is, um, you know, the, the one benefit student sparks got over everybody else is the fact that they have real live people that actually assist the campaign. Um, so that I think is, is one of the big, the biggest benefits of that. Um, but I think, you know, generally because people understand what campaigns look like because they've been around longer and, you know, they may have seen more people can come into it with a little bit more advanced of a view, you know, of how they can take advantage of those 30 days. And it just put Oh. Ooh. Bye, Reese. I think the opening part of this is perfect to have him in that video, by the way. Buddy, I, I don't need any more. I'm, I'm totally fine. <laughs> uh, I, oh, that might be funny. Like, start a question, I start answering it, throw him in. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, that's kind of interesting. I never really thought of it that way. Yeah, the the curve, the normal curve of a campaign kind of mirrors that rising action of a three-act structure to begin with. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe that's something people are, are sort of internalizing a little bit more. Um, I never thought of it like that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been amazing. I mean, I, I taught for about seven years at a, a small school in Connecticut and had a great time there. And when I moved to California, I thought that I'd be working full time in production, but it didn't work out that way. So I thought, all right, well, you know, I've got the experience teaching, see if I can find some kind of tenure track job somewhere. And it worked out after uh, after I worked a little bit in California, I was able to get one. And it's been incredible. It's, I mean, I, I understand why people fight so hard for tenure track positions because the amount of influence that you have at the school and the amount of influence you have with the kids, like it's, it's great. It's really great. Um, so I'm glad. Um, once you're tenured, yes. Um, <laughs> so that's still four years off for me, but <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And, and the, the other thing that's interesting, too, as it relates to crowdfunding is that this was one of the reasons why I was brought in, because no one else was was offering this as something that they knew and something that they could teach. So like all the faculty that I had talked to, and I went to probably four or five different schools to interview before I accepted the job at UCA. You know, every time I brought up crowdfunding, there was a mixture of excitement and confusion because everybody knew this was something that students needed to learn but nobody knows how to teach it so and even me i mean i mean i'm learning so much this semester you know pandemic aside you know the, the next the next time i teach this you know it's going to be a lot different it's going to be a lot and a lot better i think oh i mean but that makes the class that, that would make <laughs> Aww. But he's cute, so he gets away with it. <laughs> Give it a couple of years. <laughs> You'll need to give him an Instagram page, Reese the Redhead, and like that'll get you a million followers. This is going to make for some great jump words. Yep. Um, so the campaign is for a feature film called Stay With Me. Uh, it's a feature drama. Uh, we shot it last, Cal uh, last, last summer. We filmed it in Los Angeles, uh, a town called Roy Hills. Um, and it's basically about uh, a young woman uh, who's in her mid-20s. She's suffering from borderline personality disorder. 
and she's got her best friend and her new boyfriend that are struggling to kind of help her with the problems that that disorder presents. Um, so it's a story about, you know, mental health advocacy and kind of the, the struggle of learning if there's things that you cannot deal with or that you don't know how to deal with and how you process them. Um, so it's definitely, uh, it, it's more dramatic than my last film, than Rising Star Wars. Um, I also co-wrote it. Um, I have a friend who I, I worked with at Cal State Northridge uh, who just graduated from the undergrad screenwriting program, so he's 22. So the two of us wrote it, which was a very interesting experience. Um, so we got kind of the younger perspective of living through something like that, and then the older perspective of looking back on it. Um, so I think we get kind of an interesting mix of those two. Um, but yeah, we, um, we're going to start, the, the campaign starts on March 30th. Uh, we launched in the middle of my crowdfunding class. Uh, and then, yeah, we've got 30 days to try to raise $14,000. Um, our original goal was $22,000 because we wanted to include distribution as part of the raise. But given the circumstances, you know, we talked about it and, you know, we, we figure if we can raise 14, we can finish the movie. Um, and then we'll have a little bit of money left over to try to get it out to a couple big festivals. Uh, and our other hope is that Seems Park has, that if you get a certain amount of followers, you get waivers to film festivals as well. So we're trying, to, we're trying to build that into the strategy here where if we can get that certain amount of followers, that can help to offset the money that we're not trying to raise. Um, yes, that was the biggest reason, actually. Yep. Um, yeah, we, we, had been, we had been working on the, uh, on the campaign since about November, uh, and 22,000 was the original number, but then once everything started happening in early March, you know, we, we, we kind of revisited it and said, okay, what's the least that we can raise that would allow the film to get finished? Right, right. So 14,000 plus with Seed and Spark, we keep the money at 80%. So that's like 11,002, I think. Um, that would be enough for us to finish the movie. Yeah, I mean, these students, we've been building up for, uh, to this campaign since the middle of January. Um, so all the classroom exercises that we've had and all the lectures have specifically tied into this film. Like I've showed them the current cut of the movie. We all worked on putting the pitch video together. Um, so all of these different things were tied into this campaign specifically. So I think with us being able to go through the process of doing it, there's two things that I think can come from it. Um, one thing that I talk a lot about in the class is the idea of failure and how going through a campaign, well, it's the reality of it, you know, like there are things that you're gonna try that aren't gonna work. So, you know, how hypocritical would I be if I said, okay, this doesn't look like it's the right time to run this campaign, you know, we're, we'll do it later. By going through with it, you know, they're gonna understand, you know, every campaign is gonna have some kind of challenge. Um, and hopefully this will be the worst challenge or, or the, the biggest challenge that any crowdfunder could possibly deal with. Um, but the other, and the other thing with that too is if we're able to complete the campaign and reach our goal, then no student has an excuse anymore. So I think it's kind of a win-win from that point of view. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, but I mean, 
whatever tie-in you can have to what's currently going on in the world, if you can use it to your advantage, you know, it, it makes sense to try. And the fact that a lot of people are going to be dealing with mental health issues, if not now, fairly soon, as a result of this, you know, this, this is a film that speaks to that. And hopefully, you know, people can look as look at it as an opportunity to, to kind of learn and pick up some new tricks that might help them in their own lives. <laughs> I did not until just now. Um, <laughs> well, from, from what I understand, I think it's about another two weeks, a little over two weeks until they hit. So we'll be about halfway through the campaign. I will absolutely make that a point of our uh, promotion when that hits. That could potentially help but you, the, see the thing with that though is you, you need to be i think in this time you know you need to be um careful with with the way you approach those kinds of things because i know a lot of people that work in the film industry specifically you know are out of work now and and their responses to this campaign have almost uniformly been why are you doing this now so and then i explained to them the way that we just talked um so it, that there's definitely a, a possible opportunity in that, but I think the way you approach that, I think, is the key to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely think it. And that's why we have a crowdfunding class is to do that research. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Let's> try it. <laughs> yep. Mm. That's okay. Well, let me let me ask you this: Have you gotten have you gotten any feelers from from people about consulting at all? Yeah. Oh. Is that work? Wait. Oh wow, that's great. <laughs> that's a good trade-off, though. Paycheck help.
that's a that's a movie I want to make. <laughs> that's funny. Um, one other question too, kind of about you getting back in the game. Like, whatever happened to Upcountry? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get back into it, how perfect an entry would it be then for you to do a quick campaign to raise the rest of the money from that film? Yeah, no, that'd be great. Yeah, what the what the length of that come out be? In? Okay. Yeah, we're at we're we're at the second cut of Stay With Me, and we're right at eighty minutes. So about the same thing. Well, and that I think that's going to be something we're going to see a lot of of the campaigns that do decide to to go during this pandemic only going to be for films that have already been shot. You can't, can't see. Yeah, I mean, one the the safety of it, regardless, you know, forget that. Like, I just don't think you're going to be able to get enough people to come together for that amount of time. You know what I mean? In close proximity to each other, I just don't think you. <laughs> we I, i've actually talked with my girlfriend about doing that exact thing yep if things get bad around here i think we're gonna find we're gonna go out and do some of that stuff we have uh, we have a red uh scarlet at school yeah, I might go out and shoot some of that. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, God forbid, I mean, if, if for nothing else, you'll have cool B-roll that you can put on Pond 5 or something like that. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that'd be something. I, I just, feel, I feel bad for the Sundance programmers because they're gonna get at least 50 different movies about a couple who get stuck in an apartment because of the pandemic and they end up having all sorts of drama because of it. Yeah, um, so I'm waiting for the one night stand movie stuck in a pandemic motel or something, you know. <laughs>
Oh, that's, that's, that's the name of the movie. How do you know Tiffany? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, I'm glad I'm not a programmer. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Happy to do a wrap up when the campaign is done and the things that we learned. It would be amazing. Any help, we'd love for you to join the team. All right, thanks, man. What happened? Oh, hold on one sec. What's up? Well, if you're talking about the first $5, tell them that the first $1,500 is the campaign. No, that's going to be in the campaign. Don't worry. Okay, you don't that's, want to say that on No, there? we're good. We're good. Okay. Yeah, no, we're good. Thank you. Thank you. All right, man. No problem, and I hope uh, hope everything's going good where you're at. Right, right. Well, they do, they do, especially when they're tied into uh, uh, public health things. Okay. Hmm. I wonder if you came up with some kind of lip balm uh, against, like that that refers somehow to a uh, Trump genocide about killing people because. Oh well. Yeah. Okay. Nice, nice. I remember that. Yeah, that's good. And you guys were able—you guys are able to survive on that as your only income. That's fantastic. That's so great. Right on. Hey man, that's that's good. I mean, people, a lot of people are going to be readjusting the way they live their lives after this, and there's going to be a lot more people living like us. So, exactly, exactly. We'll have many more friends. So, <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah. Sympathetic rich folks. Yeah, we got to find those.
be an interesting time of the year without rent. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Head in the woods. Yeah. That'd be funny. A present day Walden. I like it. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, you got a novel? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, this, this is going to be uh, a time that, that our kids and grandkids are going to talk about. I think there will be. I think it's going to be a lot harsher than it is now, but I think it's, it's still going to be here. It would be nice. Yeah. That's all I can do. Okay. All right, man. Take care. <laughs> I'll vote. Bye.